Welcome to She Is Podcast. My name is Gia Faye, and today's episode is called She Is Real and how being real and authentic self will open up more doors. My girl Roxy will share her story today and tips on how to be real and why it has been the key component to her success. Yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. You already could recognize that voice if you're if you're listening to this on the podcast. <laughs> I'm so thankful to have you with me and with your help, I'm gonna be able to create a community of women who want to redefine who she is. Yeah. And that's why I've created the acronym for she, S-H-E, S for she is soul, H for she is heart, and E for she is energy. To know yourself is to truly love yourself. And we've been taught from a very young age false beliefs of who we are through family, friends, and especially the media. In each episode, I hope to tackle another subject that will help you break down those old ideas and ultimately better your life and enable you to empower others around you. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends so together we can help create a community to help all women rise. So for today's topic, I'm so grateful you guys have already heard the voice to have my girl Roxy joining me, who is a veteran in radio. She started as an intern on Power 106 and has quickly become a voice for the Latina community. She's also the queen of Spanglish media. (laughs) (laughs) She has built her brand on being real. And honestly, I'm just so excited to have her here because she's going to share with us basically why it's so important to be real with everything that we do. Yeah. So thank you so much, Roxy. Oh my God, her voice. I just like love her voice. (laughs) You know what's so funny is like my voice will get recognized in like the weirdest places because you just never know like who's listened to you on live radio, who's listened to you on the reality show you were on, who's listened to a past podcast you've done. And you're just like, oh my gosh, you never know who you're influencing or who you've inspired. Right. And just being yourself. Just being yourself. Right. I mean, how much, how, I mean, it can't get simpler than that. But with that being said, a lot of people don't know how to be themselves. Exactly. Which is what we want to talk about today. So ladies, get ready to take your notes. Okay. And gentlemen too, because gentlemen could learn to be real too. Yeah. So first of all, how did you find the courage to be so real on your media platforms? You know what? I, I feel like me, because I get this question a lot, right? Yeah. It's like, how, how do you, how are you so in tune with yourself, right? Yeah. And I think I, I I was born that way. I've always lived in my own world. Mm-hmm. Like I've always created my own rules. I've always, if people didn't understand me growing up, if, if, if I felt like I was being misunderstood, I would just like go back into my own world. Yeah. Not necessarily... In like a weirdo way, mm-hmm. but it was just like, okay, well, if you don't understand my perspective, if you don't understand my energy, if you don't understand what I'm trying to say, and I'm I'm coming from the right place, then I understand me. Yeah. So my world and me understand me. Yeah. And I, that's always been my strategy and stuff. It's like, if you don't understand what I'm trying to project or say, you know, from this, from the right place, yeah. Um, then you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm going to stay true to who I am and what I believe in. Not necessarily saying that I'm not willing to learn and learn new ways and yeah. evolve and develop. Yeah, because that's think, what we're here on this planet to do is to evolve, to grow, yeah. to learn. Yeah, because I think some people shut down to that idea of like evolution. And I always use the example, you know, like you don't, you, you still do not rock the PE shorts that you used in high school. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you don't even know what they are. 
you know, you've evolved. Like you're not that person. You're supposed to evolve. You're not supposed to be the same person you were, you know, right now. I don't want to be this person next year. I want to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. I want to have a an amazing circle of people that surround me. Like you're you're supposed to evolve, but but part of evolution, you know, that's where a lot of people might get it confused because uh, we go through life being told how we should look, how we should talk, how, you know, how tall we should be, what is the proper weight. And a lot of women actually start believing that. Yes, which is the whole purpose of the the podcast. She is. Yeah. Is to redefine who she is because we've been told she is nice. She has to be a good girl. She this. And I think that it's so important for us to, like you said, be in tune with ourselves. Yeah, and how do you be in tune with yourself is the that question that the I question, get yes. from a lot of women. Because, you know, I have a nonprofit organization yes. and I've had it for eight years. So I speak to a lot of women. I've mentored a lot of women. And I always get that. Like, how do you, how do I get in tune with me? How do I know what I want? How do I know what my purpose is? Yes. And so that's a dialogue you got to have with yourself. You yes. know, and we, so it's basically dialogue with yourself, like your self-talk. Is that kind of how you became in tune with yourself is having those moments with yourself? It's having those moments with yourself and always staying true to what feels good, right? Okay. Like what feels right, what feels, and then also like what feels wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, am I going against my own code? The yeah. code that, you know, cause it's like, there's a code of conduct for everything, right? There's, there's rules, there's red lights. When there's a red light, you stop. When there's a yellow light, you go slow. When there's a green light, you go. Yeah. And there should be a code of conduct for yourself too. Like yeah. being true to you, like what feels right? What doesn't feel right? What feels like you're going against your intuition? And at different stages in your life, you're going to go through different things, right? Yeah. Like when you're 20, you, you know what I mean? You, when you're 15, you don't want the same things you want when you're 20. Yeah. Or when you're 40, you don't want the same thing you want when you were 25. Like mm-hmm. every, and that's that's part of understanding that there's going to be different versions and forms of yourself, but yeah. that internal voice is never off, no matter what stage you are in your life. You it, always have that spirit guide. That's You always yeah. do, but it's like, are you listening to it? I was about to say, because I think that, you know, we can tell people, well, get in tune, you should feel this. But another another episode that I did actually as well is she is sensual. So Ooh. being sensual, people just think it's sexual, but it's actually sensual is just the feeling in your body. And like you said, if you're going to ignore the feelings, if you know, if you feel inside that, okay, this feels wrong, I shouldn't move forward with it, but you ignore it, you're not allowing those senses that are guiding us on a yes. daily basis. And I know I've done it. I mean, I've dated toxic guys back to back, you know? And it comes from the comfort zone of, you know, my dad was not the best example in the father that I had. I mean, he's an amazing father. He's, he provided for us and I have compassion towards him, but he wasn't a good husband. You know, he, mm. he didn't treat my mom with the respect that I think women now deserve. And because of that, I kind of just thought it was normal. Yeah. So again, oh my God. I love that you said yes, that. Yes. And you're starting to break those beliefs, you yeah. know, because beliefs, our old beliefs are going to be different than what we feel in our body. My body would tell me, okay, this guy's bad for you. But my belief system was like, oh, no, but if he yells at me and treats me like garbage, oh, well, that's normal because that's what I saw. Right? Oh, my that, God. I, I I am so happy that you're saying that because it doesn't matter what background you come from. Listen, if you're human, you could be Latina, black, white, Asian, Indian. It doesn't matter. But breaking cycles and what you see growing up is key. Key. You know? And it's hard. It's, it, you it's know, it's hard, hard. But it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It definitely, and it's like, don't tell yourself it's going to be hard, but just, I think it's like, 
identifying, oh my gosh, why do I think abuse is normal? Like what, you know, and it's like identifying like, okay, this is what I saw my dad do. This is what I do not want to attract. But sometimes subconsciously you attract that because that's all you were exposed to. Exactly. You know, but it's like that inner voice of you knowing this guy's toxic for me. Yeah. I shouldn't move forward, but then you do. Mm-hmm. That is going against your own code. And I'm really big on that. Like what going against your own code is is just it's 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 ignoring that inner voice. And at any stage and phase in your life, if you ignore that inner voice, it's like if you're going down a dark alley and you know you see a guy and you know it doesn't feel right and you're like, "Oh my god, this guy's probably about to attack me." But you know, I'm going to just keep walking. Yeah. Like it's like Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention because it's like in those moments of silence with yourself when you think, um, you know, it's like you need answers. And a lot of times when you're practicing, because I do a lot of yoga and meditation. Yeah. Oh, and see, that's a great thing that helps you get in tune with yourself. Then right? it does. But at the beginning, practice. if you're if you're if you're barely getting into the practice of yoga and meditation, when you try to quiet your mind, is when all those voices come out. I know. And, I know. And it's like you're trying to accomplish the complete opposite of that, but it's it it goes to show you like when I first started meditating and I would I would become quiet with myself and all you I would literally hear like all these different things in my head. I call it the chatter, yeah. right? And it's like crazy. Yeah. Like I would sit in silence and I'm like, "Okay, Roxy, you're trying to accomplish silence in your mind to listen to your inner voice and intuition." why are you hearing all these all these voices in your head? Yeah. And it's not because you're crazy and that you're bipolar and that you have all these, but we do have these different voices in our head. Some of them are ours and some of them are our parents. Some of them are yes. the media. So how do you distinguish which voice is yourself? For somebody that's listening, it's like, okay, I have that too. How can they distinguish, like, that's my true voice? How have you been able to distinguish that? Well, because it's it's the one that rings truest to you. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really learning how to separate... Um, what your mom thinks of you, what your colleagues think of you. It's like, okay, well, what makes me feel good? You know, like, it's like, if you like short hair and you love rocking short hair and that's your truth, then mm-hmm. rock short hair. Mm-hmm. And if that makes you feel your flyest and your sexiest. Now, yeah. don't have long hair because society tells you that long hair is what men like. If you like short hair and you like to wear yeah. green contacts and that's your truth, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it comes even to like, you know, we were, we both work on social media and you are so real. And I have recently now, you know, opened up another side of me as well. I've always just done fitness and yep. people want to know more about me. And so I am sharing this podcast is also to, to help people understand more about me. Um, but when it comes to, to being real with other women, you know, what we see, don't you see a lot of people just trying to copy other women? So big time. So, so when it comes to being real, you know, the topic of today is how can you be real and, and why the most important thing is people on social media, people that are trying to build a business, they are going to be attracted to the, the real raw person. And if you're a copycat of somebody else, they are going to see that so fast. I always get asked. My question that I always ask is like, how did you build this YouTube platform? How did you do this? And I'm always like, I was just authentic and real. I told him, hey, I'm curvy. I like to eat. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. We've had some really good eating <laughs> sessions, you guys. Right. Gia and I can eat. Yeah. People will literally be like, how are you so fat when you, even though I'm not, I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, I don't personally think I'm fat, but people are always like, how are you not skinny if you work out all the time? And it's because I do like to eat. I am Latina. I'm not meant to be a size zero. 
tomorrow. And, and I'm so, okay with that. And I'm okay with that too. Yeah. But when I first got into training, I'm going to be real now. I was trying to be the skinny trainer with six pack and, you know, all this bodybuilder. But then when I tried going towards that route, it just felt wrong. Yeah. My body See was also, I mean? my body was also rejecting it. You know, my hips were not going to go away. I was not going to be able to shave off my hips, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So once I embraced my curves is when Curvy Girls Fitness was born. And that was able to connect to so many more women than just having a hyper muscular body. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But what I saw as a personal trainer, a lot of people went into to fitness and they got obsessed yeah so they just got six packs and you know girls eventually started to i don't want to say they look like men because that's also shaming but they started to look too masculine to where i just didn't want to look like that yeah you know? so yeah when it comes to just your career ladies the more real that you are the more likely you will be able to connect with your tribe which is what roxy has done which is yeah. what i have done and, you know, in in helping other women, how would you give them like a tip maybe on how to find their real voice? Voice, You know, we shared our story, but was there something you too that, was there ever a time that you were kind of maybe like, gosh, maybe I am too loud. Maybe I, you know, digo mucho, you know, like el chisme se me sale, you know, we have like sometimes diarrhea of the mouth, but like, was there ever a time and how did you overcome that? You know what? I, I feel like me, one of my keys to always being able to be my authentic self because that's really what I built my brand on is yes. just me being me, whether you like me or not. Yes. And I'm, I'm okay not being everybody's flavor. Oh, like, so you not, know, and not being a people pleaser. So if oh somebody doesn't gosh, like you, I'm it's okay. okay. I'm okay with you not liking me. I, you know, in Spanish, they say, no soy monedita de oro para caerle bien a todo mundo. Oh, like, I like that. I don't, I don't, I'm okay if you don't like me. And yeah. it's like, because there's people that want the whole world to like them. Yes. And and it's like, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's like, you got to be okay with that because why? I don't care if you like me or not. But that's also society. I mean, Taylor Swift talked about it in her Netflix documentary. She's like, I was just told by every producer that had her career in their hand, in her in their hands, you know, just be the nice girl, say yes to everything, make sure everyone likes you. So when she actually had her fall was when Kanye West attacked her and then yep. the media turned on her and she realized like, oh my gosh, I am now living off the validation of these people and it yep. changed her world and she fell into a deep depression. So like even some of the biggest people, you know, it comes again from society or your parents, you know, my parents, oh my God. Every time family came over, they want you to kiss them on the cheek. Like, it just, you know, even cousins, like, that, you know, I don't even want to go into the, some of the topics of why I didn't want to, like, say hi to certain people. But it was always, like, be nice. Make sure they like you. Because then, you know, they all talked about us. And whoever's kids were nicer is who was getting validated, who was feeling better. And, I mean, it just comes from the beginning. So if we understand yeah. where it comes from, I think we're able to shift our perspective. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because one of my favorite books I love recommending this book to everybody it's called The Four Agreements I it's, love it too I've read it it's so like, good let's see if we can remember them yeah it's be impeccable with your word don't take everything don't personal don't take things personal don't take things personal I'll let you say the other two uh, always do your best and don't make assumptions yes yeah so it's The Four Agreements and it, I mean this book was like a New York best selling book for like 10 years yeah. it was translated in I don't know how many languages yep but this book is a game changer and it talks about how we are all very domesticated from the jump. We are breaking news to everybody listening to this and watching this. We are domesticated like animals. 
Yes. We are told from a young age what we are baptized a yes. religion without being like without if, even being asked if I want to be Catholic. Listen, if you're yeah. baptized Mormon, guess what? You're Mormon. Yeah. If you're baptized Jehovah Witness, you're Jehovah Witness. You have no choice. Yes, that's so, so true. So as much as you want to think that only animals are domesticated, so are humans. And so sometimes you grow up, like, you know, you grow up saying, your parents tell you, you're a boy, you got to like girls. You're a girl, you got to like boys. So this is why homosexual people struggle so much to come out and live their truth because we've been domesticated. Like, this is normal. This is society. So I think, like, when you wrap your mind around the understanding that we are all domesticated from a young age and that you have to literally break out of that and say, you know what? This doesn't work for me. As much as my parents think that this is what is the right thing to do, it's called individuality. I know. I know. And it's so hard with Latinos, though. I mean, Latinos, we're like, you know, we, we're so family-oriented, you know? Like, for me, when I started to realize my upbringing was not in the most empowering way, I, you know, it was me rebelling against my parents, you know? It, rebelling it, is fun. It, rebelling <laughs> is fun. Yes, that is, that is like the key term. But at the beginning, it was like, oh, I'm not making papi happy, you know? And eventually, once I started to do it more and more, and this is why I went to a university really far. I went to Purdue University, which was in Indiana. And everybody's like, like, I'm out. Yeah, everyone's like, why? I was like, because I wanted to get as far away from my wow. parents as possible. Because I knew, I started to see that their beliefs were just the poor man thinking. You yep. know, they came from another country. And again, I, I love my family. I love that, you know, they did the best that they could. And we always have to have compassion towards our parents. Yeah. It's just, we have to realize that lo que papi dice no siempre está bien. You know, what our parents say is not always the right thing. You know, one of my sayings that I love to live by is take what you like and leave the rest. Oh, yes. Take what you like and leave the rest in any situation. You can apply that to your parents. You can apply that to your bosses because just because you got a boss doesn't mean they know it all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could apply that to people that you mingle with on a daily basis. Like, this is how you will never take things personal from a conversation because you just take what you like. Mm from the conversation, and you leave the rest. You don't get offended. You don't call them wrong. You don't judge them. You're just like, listen, I loved this and this from the conversation, and the rest, I'm just going to throw it down the trash. Yeah, because and it's going it, to be uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Because like you said, we've been taught to like have people like us, but I think the more that you do that, the more you're able to be real and raw. Absolutely. And so, listen, we are all domesticated. You just got to figure out what works for you, what doesn't, and when all else fails... Go within. Yes. Go within. What feels right to me? Why am I feeling so unsure about the situation? You know, sometimes when you got to question something so much, like I get women that reach out to me because I work with a lot of women, right? And I've heard every scenario possible. I mean, I've had women reach out to me like, Roxy, my mom slept with my husband. I mean, like from the most scandalous thing. Yeah, that's real, man. To the most simple thing. So I've heard a lot of different scenarios and it's just like, my thing is what feels right to you? What feels right to you? Silence everybody around you and go within. Yeah. And and what if listen? I always tell because I just feel like sometimes women will write to me like as a mentor or like as a virtual coach. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this is a scenario. What do you think? And I'm like, well, what do you think? Don't ask me what I think. This is your life. Yeah. You know, like go read everything you wrote me on this long ass message you just wrote to me on Instagram uh-huh. on a DM or Snapchat, and go reread what you wrote to me. All your answers are in everything are in, you wrote to me. Oh my God. And that's so women powerful. will go back and reread it. And I'm like, you answered all your questions. 
You just need this external validation because you're not going within deep enough. Mm -hmm. So you feel that whatever Roxy's going to tell you, whatever G is going to tell you, whatever the therapist is going to tell you is the right thing to do. When in reality, you don't even, nobody else has the answers for your life but you and God, if you believe in God. I do, right? I I call me and God the A-team. I will go to him before I go to my sister, to my mom, to my best friend, to my other best friend. Like, I don't care because I know that who lives with you longer than you? Who's in your body 24 hours? You. So when you say, I don't know, that's a cop out. You're just choosing to be blind to the situation Mm -hmm. because maybe it's too painful. Maybe maybe you don't want to face the truth of what you already know to be the truth what you already know doesn't feel right. What you already know is bothering you. Just yeah. face it head on, get it over with, and be true to you. And I think Go that within. The, yeah, and I think that the more and more that you do that, the more and more that you will find your real voice. And it becomes a habit. Like yes, you, it's you a start, habit. You said it. Like I love, I love my Kundalini yoga sessions because I'm so in tune with my inner guru. You know, I just did a YouTube video on this about tuning into your inner guru. What is a guru? A guru is a teacher. Yeah. And you are your biggest guru. Oh my God, my other coach said that too. Yes. So when you tap into your inner guru and you are in tune with that guru within, you don't have to go to anybody for validation because you don't need anybody's validation because you know what's best for you, right? Yeah. Um, you and whatever higher power you call upon. It could mm-hmm. be the universe. It could be Jehovah. It could be Buddha. It could be God, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to find solutions just on your own. You you have to know that there's a higher something that's guiding your life. Yes. I mean, just, a, like, just like birds know where to go to get food, we know where to go to get fed spiritually. Yeah. And, you know, it's so crazy because speaking of that, like when you are in tune with yourself spiritually – you cannot even attract people that are not that in tune with themselves. Like like so me true. right now that I'm single, like I'm searching for that spirituality. Um, I, I want a man that has, I, I need a man and I desire a man because we don't need anything. We desire everything. Yes. We, you know, we, we desire things. We don't need anything. Oh, I'm so happy that you said that. Yeah. But I desire a man that has understanding of what an inner knowing is. Like you need to have self-awareness. So when a man's like, what do you mean self-awareness? I'm like, okay, I'm not talking to this guy again. Yeah, Like, do you understand the power of self-awareness? Because if you have self-awareness, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much more powerful will this man be as a leader to lead his woman, to lead his family? Self-awareness is so sexy in a partner. Yes, You know, whether you're a man listening to this or a woman like self-awareness is such a beautiful quality to have. And you know, sometimes you don't think about those things when you're 19, 20, even 25, because Mm -hmm. you're just not in that space yet. But once, you know, you start maturing, it's more like self-awareness is sexy, but it starts with you. It starts with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think self-awareness is one of the hardest, I think qualities to find nowadays again, because we weren't programmed like that. We're not, you know, even men, they're not programmed to feel. And if they're not even programmed to feel, and a lot of women too, you know, I, I know for a lot of women that I know, and even myself being one of them, like feelings used to make me want to just like shut hide down, them. shut yes. down. And even when I first started my YouTube channel, I, I presented myself as like, I'm this fit, I'm this powerful woman, but inside I was going through a divorce and Dang. I hated myself. And a part of me was real in the sense of like, Hey, I'm not perfect. This is how I am. But there was another part 
that was still holding back. And I think when people are trying to find their real voice, you know, with it, which is the whole topic of today, you have to recognize that that's also a journey. It is. And it's not it something is. that I'm sure that you didn't wake up and were real Roxy and raw no. overnight, right? No. It's you... little by little, the more that you practiced it, the more that you were like, hey, this feels good. Yeah. And, and, and now being in an era where women are actually like able to use their voices. You know, using your voice, I know, thank God, because I just watched the Diana documentary, too. I mean, Diana, Princess Diana, I mean, her marriage was awful because she wasn't allowed to say anything. Anything. She was a 19-year-old girl that was married with Prince Charles only because she was young, beautiful, and fertile. Yes. She wasn't allowed to say Women have evolved. Women have evolved. Women have evolved. But we are still very at the premature place. Think about women in the workplace have only been there since 1950. I know. So this is why we have to redefine who we are or else men will continue to tell us who we need to be, which is the quiet, timid, maybe Roxy, don't say all the things in your mind. You know, my parents still to this day put that in me like, no, mija, you know, when they, when I started doing radio and television, my parents were like, oh, mija, you know, maybe don't talk about everything from the family. I'm like, hey, if people ask me, it's my story. There. I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's still something that we're still learning. Yeah. And you know, like, for example, me, I got dubbed the queen of Spanglish media by a Spanish newspaper called La Opinion. And when I first started on LA radio in 2005, that was the format of the radio station that I was working for, English and Spanish. And I would get criticized so much for talking English and Spanish. But I'm like, hey. I, this is me. That's me. I'm a hybrid of my mother and my father. Yeah. And so I am a hybrid generation that knows two languages. Don't hate because I'm bilingual. Yeah. Okay. Hey, First bilingual's right here. And foremost. <laughs> and bilingual, let me tell you something, doesn't just mean Spanish and English. A lot of yeah. people get it so twisted. Bilingual is like Korean and English. You yeah. know, Indian and English. Like it's exactly. bilingual is two languages. Bi. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the key word of bilingual. Yeah. Some people just are... That yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, do you not understand? Like bilingual is just Spanish. But that made you so unique, the Spanglish. Even me, when I was on El Chole Violin, yeah. they would call me La Pocha. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm Mexican, but I was born here. Yeah, and it's so, it's so funny because I had to go through the criticism. Like yes. from 2005 to like 2009, on air, I would get people, there would be people that would write emails to the radio station. They would call me on air like, what are you doing? It's either English or Spanish. Like, right? define yourself. Oh what are God, you? You're, right? you're embarrassing the Latin community. And I would just, and I would literally, in moments like that, I would have moments of self, self-doubt. self Like, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? It, but yes. And then I would, you know, have these dialogues with myself. Like, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Yes, this is who I am. Yes, I speak two languages at home. This is who I am. So no matter how many people would come at me and attack me and try to make me second guess myself, I was like, Roxy, this is who you are. And it doesn't matter if this bitter person that's Mm -hmm. driving on the 405 freeway wants to call and make you second guess yourself. They're just jealous that they don't speak two languages like you. Like I would have to literally feed myself stuff Self-talk, which self-talk. is going to be another episode, you guys. Self-talk, we're going to go into in a whole nother episode. To not doubt myself because yeah. there will be scenarios, there will be people, mm-hmm. there will be relationships, there will be bosses that will walk and be in your life for moments and periods in your life that will make you second guess who you are, what you're worth, what you stand for, what you're worthy of. And you have to, that's why I always say, in my world, in my own world, 
they understand who Roxy is. Yeah. And so when I when all else fails for me, what I do is I go within and I'm like, okay, I understand what I'm trying to do. I understand me. Yeah. Everybody in this head, whether it's 20 different voices that are all me, they understand me. And so I've always been like that since I was a little girl. When I would be confused about something or when I would doubt myself about something, I would always go within. I would always be like, oh my God, okay, so like, Okay, no, like I can't let anybody make me feel bad. Even yeah. my mom, even my dad, like this is who I am. This is mm-hmm. how I speak. This is, you know, what I always want to become a better version of myself. Yes, but in my head, in between, you know what I mean? Like in this and, school, and, and honestly, I understand myself. And that has been the reason for all your success. This is why, you know, Roxy has woman groups. She still works in media. She's a, an amazing social media influencer who that I will have all the links in, in the YouTube channel at GFA. And I just think that hopefully women will take from this episode that being uncomfortable is part of finding your real voice. Yeah, being big being, time. Yeah, being um, criticized, having self doubt, all of those things are gonna come in your journey of finding your real voice. But when you start to do this, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this, I promise you the universe will continue. God, you know, whatever you believe in, I believe in both, but it will all come to you and it will start to unfold little by little. As long yeah. as you continue to find find your real voice and continue to find it in yourself because your body will tell you, like I said, your body will tell you if you're on the right path or if you're not. If something doesn't feel right, your body will tell you. If you feel fake, it's because at the beginning, it's, I mean, sometimes I felt fake even at the beginning just because I thought I was supposed to be one way. So that is even part of the journey. But knowing that like I'm doing the right thing and this is, this is who I really am. That's what's going to help you empower you with whatever that you want to do. Either it's going to school or starting your own business, whatever it is, the more real and raw that you can be, the more you're going to attract the people around you that are going to help you continue to be your honest self. And the more that you're going to be able to empower other people yeah so thank 100%. you i know right thank you guys so much thank you roxy for being of here and course. sharing your wisdom today i love i hope that you guys love the she is podcast please subscribe review and rate the podcast as well as comment on the youtube channel and let us know what other topics you want me to cover for the next episode you can also follow me at gfa on instagram and roxy at roxy's world yes and i will have all those links like i said on youtube together we will build a community of women who want to redefine and who want to strengthen the bond of womanhood yes so don't miss our next episode i hope you tune in bye hi guys